LDL, the new year, the same league. Let's go in, Louisiana, Dynasty League, we got 12 teams of one looking for a repeat. Sash Rude took the bell last year, but Billy Badass was something to fear. We got them podcast boys, and you ain't hating. I can miss the big D and mass haters stay hating. The block is hot every day of the year, and we got Bobby Lee Swagger trying to flex to get a high tier. You talking prospects? See Tyler, cause that man be dropping articles, you know they straight fire. And lights out, call it fade to black. Lamar is coming at you with that non-style rushing attack. Who's next? Andre's here with them big bad running backs and hits you like a Goldberg spear. The dark side, Storm Cooper, order 66 and giving and watch the new John Calvin's head trooper. Don't leave him out, we still got Shelby. Some say sold out, but they all just jealous. It's 2020, new season is here. Who's headed to the top? Who's bringing up the rear? And I got five on it, it's the best damn league. These the best damn owners that you ever have seen. Eyes open, you better watch out. Cause LDL coming to the top for that slave for crown. Let's go, New Year. The boys are back. One hell of a year. All right, everybody. We're back. I know it's been a while. Everybody's been asking, where where are the pods? Where are the pods? Well, the, po- the pods are back. <laughs> And it's because it's playoff season. Everybody is, you know, they're, everybody's establishing, are you a contender? Are you a fraud? And that's what today's about. We're going to talk about the playoffs, make our predictions. Uh, but before we do that, Hayden, we're going to talk about some trades. So we've had a lot since the last episode, but we're just going to touch on the big ones. And we'll start off with the CD Lamb for Tyreek Hill trade. So, Billy and Tyler. Uh, this is what, two weeks ago, a couple weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. What What was your thoughts when you saw that trade went through? Oh, I kind of want to see. So if we were to write out right now, dynasty receiver rankings, who do you think you'd have high between Hill and CD? I know I'm brain that one podcast. Brandon said he had CD number two. I don't have him that high. Um, I think he's definitely top 10 for dynasty yeah but i think he... tyreek uh tyreek's pretty high for me i but... would i would rather take the sure thing like i would i would i would have tyreek higher i think lamb could eventually get into that but like there is a scenario that Dak never plays for Dallas again, and they're you know searching for a quarterback for a few years. And right. Tyreek has Mahomes for the foreseeable future, so I don't know. I think that's enough for me to say Tyreek, and, and especially like obviously this year, Tyreek is going to score way more than, than right. I am. So yeah, like it obviously made sense for both teams. You know, Billy going for it, and Tyler, you know, getting a younger asset to you know, in, in the rebuild. So I, I totally get the trade, but yeah, I guess to answer your question, I, I would have Tyreek higher. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's so hard to rank him. Cause like in three years, we're probably going to have CD over Tyreek just because of age. So, I mean, probably. So, but yeah, no, definitely makes sense. Two stud receivers. So, um, 
I uh, I was expe- I was expecting Billy to make a move to push for the for the the tie. So um not surprised, but yeah, yeah, I mean, he's made a couple of win now moves. He he made the trade for um for um Carson. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously he's he's been hurt unfortunately, but he should be back soon. So Billy's all in. He he's playing for the now. Mhm. All right. So Next huge trade we had between Shelby and John Calvin. So this was from just a couple days ago. Um, Shelby got DeAndre Hopkins sending Clyde to John Calvin. Yep. This one was surprising to me. Um, I totally get it for Shelby. And I I get it from John Calvin as like, you know, a a future play, but – I feel like John Calvin still is, you know, in the hunt. So I thought it was just a little early to make that move. Like, I feel like he probably could have gotten that same trade in like two weeks and waited to see if he was going to sneak in the playoffs or not. Cause I, I think that he still has a shot to do that, but you know, yeah, that this, this weakens his team for this year. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, he's two games back of we all, and Tyler is obviously tanking now. Um, so it is possible. I don't know. I guess he was just tired of – I mean, look, I get it. You know, it's a grind. Fantasy football is a grind. And he got tired. Well, I think once Billy put up that 200 bomb on him, he just decided to throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been talked about. John Calvin's been shit on this year. I mean, the yeah. he, he's had yeah. some bad luck. It, his, his record is not reflective of the team he's had. No, it is not. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess from that perspective, I get it. You're just kind of throwing in a towel and getting a young stud. I mean, it's kind of like with Tyreek and uh, CD. If I think if I were to make dynasty rankings, I think I'd have Hopkins and Clyde pretty close, like in overall rankings. I mean. Okay, qu- question for you. How would, If you had to re-rank the rookie running backs, how would you <laughs> rank them? Let's see. We have Clyde Taylor. Do we count, we count James Robinson? Was he even right? Yeah, we'll we'll say Clyde Taylor, James Robinson, Swift, Dobbins, Dob- Acres. Oh gosh, I still go. Oh man, that's so hard. I think Clyde and Taylor are still one and two. Um, number three. Frick, man. Um, three, I go Swift. Then I go Dobbins, Robinson, Acres. Really? I think that's that's what I go. Yeah, that's just a bond ranking. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 so hard because like those that can change so fast and like yeah, like this time next year, Robinson could be like a complete nobody just because he has no draft capital, but he could be a you know, a five-year stud. So who knows? Other guys just—they don't get the carries that he does. Like they don't get the, like Dobbins and Swift. Like I think if they got his workload, they would be, you know, just as good. But I think I would think they were more—they're more talented. I obviously, could be wrong. Robinson's been good, but just off of a college prospect, while wow, they're more talented. But um, yeah, I mean, I still haven't given. Even Clyde hasn't been as great 
and neither has Taylor, but I still definitely wouldn't give up hope in him too. Gotcha. All right. Well, before we move on from this trade, I want to want to compliment Shelby. So, not as much recently, but most of the year I've been sending offers or texting him about Clyde like once a week. And uh, <laughs> so before he did the deal with John Calvin, he texted me, gave me a heads up, and said, "Look, I know you love Clyde. I'm about to deal him. So if if you want to make an offer, uh, now's your chance." And I had to wave the white flag and admit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't top this offer. So, so kudos to both teams. Like we said, a team, they're a good trade that makes sense for, for both. Um, would you, would you have Hopkins? I'm trying to think like the, the, the elite dynasty receivers, would you have him and like Adams as the top two? Or even just like for right now, like you think they're like a tier above everyone else? Uh, so for Dynasty, I have them in my top two with one other person. I have like it's one A, one B, one three, or wait, one A, one B, one C. Who's the third? Metcalf. Okay, yeah, I, I agree with that. The only thing about Adams is he's always hurt. Hopkins is never hurt, and Adams, it's like on a per game basis, Adams might be the best, but he misses like six games every year, so. Or at least for the past two years. Um, but yeah, that's probably those are my top three. I probably have DK number one, and then Hopkins two, and Adams three. But that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Who, uh, I don't know who else I would put in, above those guys. I mean, maybe Deontay Johnson would be the only one. <laughs> I mean, I Thomas, <laughs> but we really haven't seen him. So. Yeah, that's fair. If he was healthy, he'd probably be in the, that group, too. Yeah, probably so. All right, next trade. So, John Calvin, just an hour and a half later, made another big deal <laughs> where he sent uh, James Conner and Benny Snell to Weewa for Cortland Sutton. Yes. Um. Well, I knew – I think Weewa texted everyone that he was looking for uh, another running back. So, he definitely went out and got one. I don't – I mean, Wall is leading his division. He's on track to make the playoffs. Is Do you think James Conner is going to keep him in first? Or what do you think about that? Is he enough, basically? He hasn't been super impressive lately. Um, it's definitely a move for the now because, like, he's a guy that it's hard to imagine him being – their starter in like two years. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about Benny Snell. I think he's, you know, just a plotter. I don't think he's anything special, even if he had the, the starter role. So Sutton is tough because obviously out for the year, but looked great last year. Um, you wonder like, is Locke the guy long-term? And then also like, is Judy kind of like taking over the number one role while he's out? So, right. He, he's a hard guy to evaluate because it's it's tough to know like what that offense will look like next year and like his role with Judy. But um, I, I like it for John Calvin. I mean, like mostly just because of I, I don't see Connor as a long term, you know, asset and sudden could be. But but again, it comes back to like did John Calvin trade away, you know, 
did, did he give up on this year too soon? And we might not be able to know because he, you know, traded away a couple starters. Yeah. Before the end. Well, look, if he, maybe he still finds a way to sneak in the playoffs and then he, but his team is still probably good enough with how Hopkins. Uh, well, I'm looking at starting lineup this week. Oh, he's got people on by, but who knows? But yeah, maybe he did go up a little soon, but you don't. I mean, look, you, you definitely don't, you don't want to sit in the middle. So I guess he decided to jump one way before, you know, it was too late. But um, no, I thought the trade was, like you said, all these trades so far, I mean, they've made sense for both sides for what they're doing. So, Look, if you think about it this way, like John Calvin's been in a volatile relationship, you know, he, he knows things aren't going well. Mm. Could it, could it turn around? It could. But he decided to to be the one to break up with, you know, break up first instead of waiting to be dumped. So yeah, you, you kind of have to respect that. It's it's a bold move. Mm. Um, I mean, and when you when you put it like that, I respect it more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you got to be the one to take charge of, of of you know what's going on. So yeah, especially you know for locker room wise, you want your guys to know what direction we're going in. Excellent point. I think his team. It might even inspire him. You could also make the argument that the team will say, like, you know what, fuck you, John Calvin. We're going to win despite what you think, and we're going to prove you wrong and make the playoffs. So, yeah. Hey, true that. It could be a great psychological move. Mm. <laughs> okay, la- last trade we'll talk about was from yesterday between Brandon and Tyler. Brandon sent a – he sent – uh, 2021 first, which was Tyler's pick, and a 2021 second, which was Shelby's, for Evan Ingram and Terry McLaurin. Yes. So I was a little, I'm a little confused by the direction of the Mighty Makos because, you know, most of the year he, he seems to be playing, you know, taking this year as a loss and playing for the future. But this strikes me as more of a win now move to trade away picks, including a first round pick, which could be pretty high. For Ingram and McLaurin, so I don't, what, what is what is B trying to do here? I think, um, I mean, you're right. It is it is more of a win now, um, but Terry is like he hasn't been in the league long. Like what? This is his second year, um, and he's 25. Yep. So he's an old second year guy, but he's still not old. Like he's still young. 25 is pretty young. So he's he's a poor student, I guess. I, got, <laughs> I have no idea, but I mean, he's a beast. I mean, he's number twelve ranked receiver. I mean, basically without a quarterback this year. Um, so I mean, Terry's a stud. He's still pretty young. Um, so I guess Bees think process was if he makes the playoffs, great. But even if he doesn't, he's still got a pretty young stud for I mean you would hope let's say that pick is top four if you drafted that guy and he turned into Terry I think I'd be pretty happy with that um like if you drafted if you got top 15 dynasty receiver I'd be pretty happy so um maybe people expect more I don't know but but I mean I like it for Tyler's side too because I mean he's full-blown tanking um, and he got his own first back. So I feel like that makes you always feel better. Yeah. I think the X factor is like with the lottery system, 
it's scary to trade away a first from a team that's not currently in the playoffs because you know th- there's a chance that's like the first or second pick. And you know mm-hmm. if that if that's like for instance like Najee Harris in a good situation, like you know you'd rather have that than than McLaurin as much as we like him. So it's it's a scary trade, but you know. I, I get it. I, I get it. B, B needed some help. He wants to make a little push to get to get in the playoffs. So, I mean, he's only two games back. Um, he could get a wild card for sure. He I could. Mean, he scores a lot of points. He's had a little bit of bad luck, kind of like John Calvin. Um, like I think, yeah. So John Calvin has the most points against, and Brandon's in second. So, um, yeah, he he's gonna uh, see what he can do. All right, so good segue. We're gonna we're gonna do our playoff predictions now. Do you want to go like division by division, or do you want us to just each give our six? Uh, doesn't. I guess give our. Well, I don't know. Whatever you think. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go by division, division by division, and then we'll kind of build our six as we go. So. We'll start off with the uh, with the North Division. So this is Billy, Andre, and B. This is a, this is a tight one. So Billy and Andre tied at, at six and three. Billy has a few more points. This to me, this might be the toughest one to call, at least from a division winner standpoint. Um, I think it's between Billy and Andre. I, I like B's team, but he's two games back, so that's going to be a tough mountain to climb. Um, who, who's going to win, Billy or Andre? I think, oh, well, I, my initial thought was Billy, but McCaffrey is banged up again. Let me see. Who does Andre play this week? Ooh, Andre played football. Uh, uh, I want to throw, throw out there that Looking at the schedules, Andre still has games against you and me, both seven and two teams. So he has a tough remaining schedule. Does he? I might have to go. Not that I think I'll just beat Andre, but it's also as hard to bet against Billy. So uh, I'm going to go Billy. I mean, he does have like 100 more points than Andre does. But. Oh, wait, I read that wrong. That's points against. Uh, I'll still go Billy. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to go against Billy. I feel like anytime you, you make an anti-Billy prediction, you just look like a dumbass. So I think I'm going to go Billy, but I do think Andre, regard, I think whoever doesn't win this division is going to be a wild card. Do we, do we agree on that? If we agree on that, then we're basically kicking Brandon out of the playoffs, right? We would be doing that, but he's got a tough mountain to climb. So he's two games out of the wild card and his and the division, and we've only got what four games to go. You know what? I can't. I'm not going to agree with you there. I think B is going to run down one of these guys. Um, okay. You know he's got Dalvin Cook, and he might just carry him to these next uh, couple weeks. So I guess I guess I'm saying. Brandon's going to run down Andre um, and take that that second wild card spot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I believe- we'll, uh, 
I'm, I'm keeping notes. So we'll, we'll go back through our, our actual predictions at the end. But uh, we've got a disagreement already. Okay, so let's see. South Division. This, this one's a little easier, right? Yeah. So we've got, we got Shelby at six and three, Alex at three and six, and Jacob at one and eight. So is, is this just Shelby out of this division? I think so. I think Shelby's probably going to get that one of the bye weeks, too. Yeah, six and three, and he's got he's he's very high up in the point scored. So, uh, I I have to agree. I, th- I think that I I wouldn't say one seed is out of the out of the question, but I'll say I have him right now. I have him slotted into two seed and South champion. Yeah, I mean, see, he's playing John Calvin this week, who's tanking. Then he plays Wall. Tyler and Jacob. So playing gets to play against a couple of tanking teams there. So yeah, I think um definitely we'll get a bye week. All right. So we agree on that one. Uh next up is the East. So currently um we was in first at uh five and four. Tyler's four and five. And then John Calvin's three and six. Who, who you got in the East? Oh man! I mean, he told us he told us he was a contender. Um, and I think I think he's going to edge it out. I think it's going to be very close. I think this will come down to week thirteen. Um, but I think we all gets out of the division barely, barely, barely. But he gets out. And makes the playoffs. I love that pick. I, I would love it for Weewalk to, to fight his way in, but <laughs> but <laughs> I have a feeling that John Calvin's team, despite his recent moves, you know, looking towards the future, I think he's gonna win out and I think he's gonna win the East. Wow. At seven and at seven and six. Nice. I could see it. I could definitely see it. All right, so last division is the West, which where which is both of the division and contains both of us. So we got uh, Hayden at first, seven and two. I'm also seven and two, but Hayden has a big points lead on me, uh, over two hundred points. So he's he's in first currently, and then we have uh, Matt at two and seven. Um, I'll, I'll let you go first. Who, who you got winning the West? <laughs> it's hard because. Our, our remaining schedules are basically the same, I'm pretty sure. Um, except mine is Jacob, Andre, Shaw, and then you. And yours is Alex, Jacob, Andre, and then me. Um, right. So I think my schedule is a little bit easier because I get Jacob and Shaw, who are both uh, tanking. Um, so I think... If I can, I mean, all I need, I would think, points-wise, if I just go into the last week with a one-game lead, I basically can lock it down. So, just because of that, I'm just, I think I got to go with myself taking the division. Yeah, I I agree. I think the only way I could win the division is to win out, meaning I beat you the last week. Um, 
So then I would have, I would obviously have a one game lead. I think that that's the only way I could do it unless you get upset. Yeah. So, so I agree. I got you winning the division and I got me in the five slot as the, the highest wild card. Now, so yeah, I will say Brandon almost <laughs> took me down last week. I had the, uh, I think I scored like 179 and he scored like 170. So, uh, it was close. I, I was close to being, Six and three, but um, we pulled it off. All right, so I'll, I'll run through my my predictions again. So one through six, I got Hayden in first as the West champ. Uh, Shelby as the two seed as the South champ. Then Billy, three, as the North champ. John Calvin as the East champ with a late run at four. And, and me at five as the wild card, and then Andre at six as the second wild card. So that would mean wild card weekend. We got Billy against Andre uh, in a divisional matchup, and then we have John Calvin and Andrew. Uh, wow, so, we tough draw. <laughs> that would be tough. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm seven and two, but I'm, I'm staring down a, a road game in the first first week of the playoffs. So that'd be tough going into John Calvin's stadium. Uh, <laughs> He's a tough team, and he's feisty, so that'd be hard. <laughs> you remember what yours are? Uh, yeah, so me me and Shelby are one and two. Uh, I would have, I guess it would be Billy three, and then we wall four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you would be five, and... Brandon would be six. Ooh. So a Billy Brandon matchup. I believe that's correct. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So it'd be Billy Brandon and then you against Weewa. Weewall. I'd have to travel to Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I don't perform well in Bama. That'd be tough. Mm. Uh-huh. All right, well I'm gonna put you on the spot too so since we're talking playoffs we need championship two teams in the championship and then your winner prediction uh so i would like if we'll just say if i i would play the winner of brandon and billy or however whoever that matchup is Mm -hmm. assuming yeah assuming our predictions came true all right from the south the i was well, I'm just looking at it in my head. So the bottom side, Shelby's side, I'm going to go with Andrew in the championship one team. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then on the other side, coming all the way from the bottom of the ocean, I have the Mighty Makos. In the ship, so I got a Brandon Andrew title, and then the winner is going to be led by no other than Dalvin Cook. I have Brandon, the Mighty Makos, taking down the Louisiana Dynasty League season two. I can see it. I can see it. You got you. You want to be. You want to be coming into playoffs hot. And I think. 
I think he has the perfect storm. So um, all you got to do is get in and then just win them. All right. That's a, that's a good guess. But unfortunately um, for you, I, I've seen the future and I know how this is going to turn out. So you're going to be in the championship, but you're going to be playing Billy. Oh. And I have news for you. In week 16, the Kansas City Chiefs play Atlanta. <laughs> so Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are going to combine for 200 points. And I, unfortunately, it, I hate to say it, but I think Billy's going to be the champion. Wow. Mm. Hey. Well, I could I could see it. I mean, yeah. he was number one in my power rankings. So, look, it is what it is. Well, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see who, how these uh, wild card races finish. I don't remember yeah. if it, how close it was last year. I was out of. I was so out of it that I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, we were both out of it last year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So, we'll see. Hopefully, we get a good game tonight. Hopefully, Jonathan Taylor gets more than five carries. <laughs> God, I hate the Colts, but cool. All right. You got you got anything else? Uh no, I think that's it. Let's uh let's hope King Henry eats tonight. <laughs> we will see. Well, all right, thanks everybody for listening and uh we'll be back soon. Peace.